As is usual, when a career vocalist runs into serious vocal trouble, the harder he tried, the worse it got. But thankfully, being the great artist he was, yet receptive to learning something new, he responded really quickly to corrective training. A few years ago, I was called to go on the road with an artist who was having some seriously career-threatening vocal problems. He had trouble hitting his high notes, had pitch issues, and chronic vocal strain. His dynamic expression included wild volume swings, and his vocal licks were forced. His vocal sound was thin and strained, and listening to him felt like being yelled at. As is usual, when a career vocalist runs into serious vocal trouble, the harder he tried, the worse it got. But thankfully, being the great artist he was, yet receptive to learning something new, he responded really quickly to corrective training. After three days of tweaking his vocal technique for each of his acoustic and full band performances, all of his vocal problems disappeared. His label president was thrilled. What changed? He gained vocal control. So how do you get it? The most important factor for creating vocal control is the way you apply breath. Breath for the voice is not the same as breath for life, which is just inhaling and exhaling. For the voice, breath consists of three areas we need to master. Inhalation and a balance of the two opposing forces of exhalation known as breath support, and breath control. So let's go with number one, inhalation. Your posture is all important here. Try inhaling as you stand or sit, flexibly tall, chin level, head balanced over your tailbone instead of forward. This should cause the upper curve of your spine to be straighter, which is going to open your rib cage wide. Your low abdominal walls should easily expand as you breathe in, allowing your diaphragm to flatten out and lower the floor on your lungs. This kind of inhale feels like a quiet, quality breath falling into your pelvic floor, which is actually into your lower lungs, of course. No gulping or gasping sensation is needed. You don't need a huge inhale, just enough breath to accomplish the phrase that you intend to sing or say. Let's move on to number two, breath support. Let's define breath support as that which moves air up and out, passing through and vibrating your vocal cords along the way. To get it, you'll need to contract those low abdominal muscles that you just relaxed for the inhale. And this will support the dome of your diaphragm moving up and pressing air from the floor of your lungs. But keep the squeeze below the navel. In fact, the safest way to engage this breath support is to focus on tensing your gluteus maximus, which is your butt muscles, which will naturally cause your low abs to also contract. We'll talk about why next. Number three is breath control. Okay, so let's define this as that which holds air back as it's coming up. 
To control your exhale, keep the bottom of your rib cage wide. This keeps the diaphragm, which is connected at its edges to the bottom of your rib cage all the way around, stretched taut like a trampoline or a drum head. The stretched diaphragm can then control itself and the air it allows upwards. In fact, the biggest saboteur of breath control and the voice in general is a dropped or tightened rib cage. So again, posture. I call this delicate and vital balance of breath support and control pulling instead of pushing air. It's a compression source of air power centered and sensed in the pelvic floor or saddle area, not in the lower rib area that comes from a wrong understanding of breathing from the diaphragm. You back off the air pressure to the minimum needed to make the sound you want. The sensation of pulling instead of pushing breath is, in my experience, the very best way possible to have optimum vocal control. And that brings us to number four, which is the only non-breathing factor here that I'm talking about that has to do with vocal control. Mental focus. This key to vocal control is what your mind focuses on. In other words, your vocal control is affected by your intentions to do these two things. One, to hit something in a particular way, such as a particular pitch, using a particular tone, volume, degree of shimmer or vibrato or straight tone, phrasing, and other nuances of the human voice. And the second intention, to communicate a specific message and get a specific response. When you fully intend these things, it affects your body and facial language, which affects your breath, and then, wait for it, your vocal control. In a final thought, remember that vocal control is vital for singing and speaking. Without control, your voice is going to be wobbly and inaccurate. This is bad not only for singers, but for speakers too. Whether singing or speaking, our voices deliver messages, and if uncontrolled, our messages will sound insecure, inauthentic, and ineffective at communicating. So it's worth digging in to gaining more control over that instrument in your throat. This is Judy Rodman. Thanks for joining me. If you want more help to improve your vocal control, just hit me up at judyrodman.com or look for a course there as well. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please let me know and leave a review where you heard it. Thanks, and we'll see you next time for All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers.